Is that better? You feel yeah. good about that? Hanley Steven. If you don't know a lot about us and the way we start podcasts, sometimes we, we go on for maybe three or four times before we get it right. Yeah. And so we're not, declaring this is the right start. But I think what really happens is we do the two or three takes and we're like, this is getting annoying. And then we're just like, we got to start we just somehow. Gotta, we just got to talk. Boy, <laughs> so we're running out of time. That so. is what you're hearing right now. We are starting somehow and we are here today. What are we talking about today, man? We're talking about uh, the Lord Jesus Christ himself. Yes and amen. But specifically, I think we're going to talk about um, good old a good old word that's familiar in most churches: mm. discipleship. Discipleship. We better be careful Listen, how, how you pronounce that. This, 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 this. <laughs> <laughs> I almost said it. Uh, d- discipleship. Yes, discipleship. discipleship man, Some... we're getting into it today. I think the word discipleship in Christian culture. So, if you're we man. If you're a Christian and have listened to this podcast for a while, you know what we're talking about when we're talking about discipleship. But we're, if you're not, uh, we're so glad that you would listen anyway, and we're going to define it in a little bit and kind of what um, what we find through Scripture in defining discipleship. But it is such a uh, a hot topic issue in, in churches when people go you're to... You're about to say a, hot take. A hot, it's, I'm about to give a hot take about <laughs> it being a hot topic issue. Hey, hey, hey. So listen, when you go to a church and, and then you leave that church, sometimes that is like, man, I just wouldn't be discipled there. Yeah. You know? Or or they say something along those lines that that's what they mean. But also, Fair? yeah, another thing that... Because I, I, when, I, when I got saved, I, I, I was very unfamiliar with Christian language, Christian... Jargon, or yeah. however you want to, want to however Christian you want to it. Christian, I don't like that. I hate it. Too. I hate that. I hate. I hate that. I that hate, is a word in right. Christian. Right. I hate um, that. I just said it. Vernacular. Mm. Nice. <laughs> You're educated. I'm not. Uh, I, I wish I. I wish I was. But mm, you are. Um. Yeah. So I, I came to know the Lord around 14, and I remember I heard discipleship. The word. The word discipleship mm-hmm. a little bit mm-hmm. in, in my church, and. I, I remember hearing the preacher talk about it a lot, yep. but I never knew what he was talking about. Right. And then I think that when I the first person I ever heard hit on it was David Platt. Mm-hmm. When I because he was at I was I'm from Alabama, Church of Brook Hills was a thing, mm-hmm. and he radical his book came out and he was talking about uh, d- radical discipleship, but it's actually not radical. Yes. It should be normal. <laughs> it's biblical and it's normal. <laughs> He's like these things shouldn't be radical among Christians. I was like. I think this is right. <laughs> Come on, David Platt. You're crying all the time. I'm just kidding, David Platt. If you ever hear this, I love you. Yeah, we'd but, love um, to have you on the podcast. He'll, he'll never hear this. He'll never hear that. Um, but I think I, I... But then I, I, I get I get to Global, and I... Roger Glidewell, who's one of my mentors, he, like... Hit, like talks about discipleship all the time. Are we accomplishing discipleship? Are, are we? Is discipleship being? A, are we doing this rightly? Are we doing it effectively? Yeah. Um, because he's like, we got to obey the great commission. Go make disciples. And I was like, I just don't know what everyone's talking about. But yeah. I, I think that that kind of happened with me. I heard a bunch of preachers and teachers talk about it a lot, and I wasn't quite sure what they meant by it. Yeah. Because I think they all were saying different. Me- methods, right? I think they were communicating different ways into discipleship, right. but they never fully defined. Yeah, or they they didn't they just didn't give a simple definition. Because when people now, you know, not knocking, I would even say that maybe Stephen ten years ago, um, if you asked him when Jesus says go make disciples of all nations, yeah. um, does that mean that we're going to lead them through a seven week Bible study, and then then that is what means making disciples of all nations? And actually, that is a means 
of discipleship, but it's not inherently discipleship. And I think yeah. probably in our, um, and we could actually say this is actually a reason or a because of a lack of discipleship that yeah. we have a lot of Christians that don't know how to define the term. Yeah. That we when we say Jesus has commanded us, and you know Matthew twenty eight will reference that throughout this podcast. Uh, that go make disciples of all nations, um, baptizing them in the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. What does that mean exactly? Yeah. You know, is is you know some would say, well, it means go share the gospel with them, salvation, lead them to Christ. Um, some would say, bring them to church. You know, uh, there's a lot of different views on what discipleship means, and so I think you know we've had a lot of. Her, her, we've probably given different answers on discipleship. We've heard a lot of different answers. We we everybody's looking for it in the church. You know, I want to be discipled. Yeah. I, you're not. I wasn't growing there. I, you know, this all these terms that we use. And so I think it's important to, man, kind of strip all that back for a second. And man, we're just talking being a disciple and discipleship. What is the goal? What what are we even talking about? And so um, maybe we take a second and just talk about some examples in our lives that we would define as. Maybe just acts of discipleship or us discipling, or uh, what maybe a couple we of stories perceived to be correct discipleship. Yeah, yeah, and then maybe we'll we'll get into more of the details and the definition here in a minute. But yeah. so for you, what are some stories that maybe you perceived as discipleship throughout your life? Yeah, so this is I wasn't thinking these or thinking that this was discipleship in the season of my life. Yeah, but I think truly. Um, I want to start with my grandmothers. Um, so Glenda Hill and Mary Stokes. So Glenda is my nana. That's my dad's mom. Mm-hmm. And then I also my Maymay, who she wasn't my real grandmother, but she just loved the Lord. And then my mom also is in this, and my aunt. So I, I had a, a a group of influential women in my life, and they just wanted. Um, they had this idea that you hear that I want to raise my kid or grandkid in church. And I wasn't raised in church. I didn't go regularly on Sundays. Yeah. But my I would start to hear my grandmother, my Aunt Jana, the, these women talk about how they just loved Jesus mm-hmm. and how they were just in love with Jesus. And I was like, well, who is Jesus? <laughs> yeah. And they were talking about they just loved their church. I didn't know what it, really what a church was. Mm. They would say, it's just the house, the house. I was like, well, okay, it's cool. What a, what house? Whose <laughs> house? I do. I, but the thing is, though, is them bringing me to church, and even though I didn't want to go at times, I think that that was a, a beginning level of discipleship. And as I... As I continue to figure it out, and as I continue to process Christianity and processing Jesus and the gospel and all the things that come with that, hmm. um, I ended up. Uh, I went through a tragedy when I was ten, and that compelled me to attend church more. And I ended up coming to know the Lord at fourteen under my youth pastor Chad Middlebrooks, mm-hmm. and I people loved me really well. They were they. I, I think they were acting like Jesus, mm-hmm. and I think that could be, it, once we get into it, that I thought, looking back, I'm like, that could be a form of discipleship or a method. Yeah. Um, Chad sharing the gospel with me and wanting to let others know Jesus, he's very evangelistic, was a form, of, he would make, let me let me go share my faith. Yeah. They didn't know I didn't know much about my faith yeah. with other people. And then I think the real point of probably what I would consider like, this was discipleship in my life is when I went to Global Youth Ministry, and I, I got assigned a mentor. They had these things called discipleship groups. Mm, D-groups. D-groups. Mm. And um, we would meet weekly with a group of guys, and we would open up Scripture, 
and we would just figure out, okay, this is what God's word says, and what does it look like for us to obey it? What does it look like for us to apply it? What does it look like for us to align with it? Um, and I, I started experiencing life change. Yeah in that season and transformation. Yeah. And I, I, I hope that my, my life began to look more like Christ. But then there was a bunch of other men that came in that would teach me how to read the Bible, who, who would father me. And, um, yeah. I would th- I, like, ten, like everyone is it's like, I got made fun of cause I did another shout out to Tim Maynard. Tim Maynard was <laughs> also one of those people. And, and I don't know, they, they kind of just shepherded me, made, helped me understand what, it, what Jesus, they were, Jesus in the flesh to me, right? Like they were the body of Christ, right? And they helped me understand Christ more, um, but they also helped me fall in love with Christ more, yeah. And they helped me fall in love with the scriptures more, yeah. And they helped me fall in love, and ha- they helped me recognize the mm-hmm. Holy Spirit moving mm-hmm. more. Um, so that's that's the abridged, yeah, uh, snippets. But yeah. what about you? Yeah, I was second to all that, man. I think there was your gra- my um, grandmother's May May specifically. May 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 was you didn't know May that May? she was writing me letters. May um, <laughs> May sounds great. I did not know May May. Oh, May May was Confession. great. Uh, yeah. Meg only met May May once. Man, you have described her, and I, I, but you know, I in a similar way. Um, man, I had family from the beginning. You know, I grew up. We've talked a little bit about how we kind of came to know Jesus. There's more podcasts to talk about our testimony and things like that. But I, yeah. I did grow up in a house that was, both my parents were believers. My sister was a believer. Um, and so, I mean, my parents were huge in, in teaching me about Jesus, teaching me scriptures and um, taking me to, to church and Bible study and um, getting to see them follow Jesus yeah. um, up close in our home, getting them to see them fail to follow Jesus at times, um, and, and, and them expressing that and learning from that. So I, I think even from an early age, I think, um, and even to take that a step further, when you know they would take me to church and there would be um, Bible studies and there would be, uh, I guess, you know v- things like VBS, and we would yeah. sing songs in church um, and at VBS, but specifically like at church that I still remember now that shaped my theology, shaped my understanding of Christ. Um, you know, kind of looking yeah. back on some of the songs, hopefully, I think most of them were like doctrinally sound, you know, uh, there wasn't any weird uh, theology contrary to Scripture, but those things in, I, I, were shaping to yeah. me um, in my understanding and love of Christ. And then, you know, when I got to um, middle school and in early high school and began to mature, I... Um, had known the Lord, uh, I came to know Him at, a, at an early age of eight. Mom shared the gospel with me, and and then, but when I when I finally got to maybe eighth or ninth grade, I really started to just um, long to, yeah. to 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 know Jesus and be obedient to Him, and and so there were there were um, youth leaders and some older high school guys, and uh, you know whether they came in for a a few days, yeah. you know, in a in a retreat or conference, or it was, uh, you know, years together with some of these people. They all had an impact on my mm. discipleship process, yeah. and and I needed all of them to mm. to shape me who I am today, which I think is important. And we'll hit on that, you know, um, in as we continue this conversation. But um, but yeah, again, that's very abridged. But I think similar to you, I had um, men 
step in at times uh, and still do. Like still, you know, I, I rely on a lot of those men in my life to, yeah. to speak and to help me understand Scripture and to help me understand situations in life and how um, how to follow Jesus obediently mm-hmm. through this season. And so I think that's that's all part of it. But it's been, you know, there's been we could more intentional moments of men or or you know even to take my mom you know who was with me all the time she was teaching me things and and yeah. walking me through things and asking me questions about things that were shaping to me and she was guided by the holy spirit in the same way there's been men now that um men walk with me regularly and so mm. anyway that's that's kind of the the summary of all of it but um, yeah, it was just, I think in, in all of that, that's kind of a mess, you know, in hearing, Not a mess. Uh, well, no, like all of this, it's kind of like, if we're talking about discipleship, I think, I think to hear all that and be like, okay, Cam and Steve, we, we, we get it. You know, it's, there's an aspect of people helping you and, and, and leading you, but, but discipleship in scripture, we see it. Jesus said it. It's a big, I mean, Jesus had disciples, yeah. um, John the Baptist had disciples, the Pharisees had disciples, and then Jesus says, go therefore and make disciples. So there's obviously something incredibly significant about discipleship. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not something that we can, if we seek to believe and trust in the Lord um, and be obedient to His Word, I think it's something that we have to talk about and address to have a clear understanding of what we're talking about. And so, yeah. I mean, if we're talking about uh, maybe just take a second and what would we say just to define discipleship so when we're using that term what are we what are we saying i think before we do that okay you have matthew 28 open right i do you want to you want to read the main text that most people yes will quote or preach on about discipleship this is this is the text and we've already quoted it yeah um and so this is at the very end of the book of matthew the gospel of matthew in chapter 28 and in verse uh 18 says, And Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. Yeah. I, I think one of the, the interesting things about Jesus is he's saying that I've, I have all the authority that's been given to me from right, the Father. Right. And then he says, go make disciples. And then it ends with a, a verse talking about teaching. Right. And I, so I think, like, we're, we're going to elaborate on this. Um, but I think that what people need to realize is discipleship, the word simply means student. Yeah. And I know I think that has negative connotations because yeah. people are like, I hate school. I hate school. I'm right. I hate reading. Um, but it's a student is anybody who, who takes a particular, like, they take an interest in a subject. Yeah. And so who's the subject of, of this? Mm-hmm. Um, and, it, and it goes into teaching them all that I have commanded um, to you. Um, and so we're, we're breaking apart the text. And so Jesus is saying, hey, disciples, or hey, students, because he was a rabbi, he was a teacher, go make other students of all the things that I've taught you. Yeah. And what he taught them was about himself. Mm-hmm. And he taught them through... Um, who he was, but also they learned from him through his actions. Mm. And so I, I think, I mean, you and I kind of came up with a super simplistic, basic definition. Yeah. Uh, and that is essentially to be a disciple or to be a student um, of Christ. It's you're simply learning 
how to follow Christ. Yeah. And the second part of that is helping others to do the same. Yeah. So we're, we're, we're becoming students of Jesus. We're becoming students of the rabbi. We're becoming disciples of the rabbi, mm. the teacher. And we're saying, okay, what does it look like to follow him? And, and I think there's a lot of implications with following him. Yeah. And what that looks like. Yeah. No, that's so, great, dude. That's, I love that's 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 simplistic. Yeah, yeah, no, it's huge, and I think, um, man, we have to know and have a basic understanding of discipleship because it is like we've said, it's super diluted in in church culture uh, in the West. Yeah, um, right. When I say the West, you know, America, um, and and I'm saying that because, you know. We walk into a church, and if you're a new believer or, you know, you're trying to figure out the church and you see, like, stuff that we talked about a minute ago, like, there's discipleship groups, and there's there's uh, opportunities for discipleship, and, and you hear people say, like, man, I just really need someone to disciple me, and, and you hear all these things about, and they're using that term, and I think it's really easy to get overwhelmed by all of that and been like... Yeah. Man, I I haven't had people disciple me. I, you know, when you see people like I went through a two year discipleship process with this guy or this mentor, or this lady, and and then someone look at that and be like, wait, I haven't had that. You know, I and then maybe get bitter or get like, or man, I'm not growing in my faith. Uh, and I'm not saying that that's wrong or right. I'm just saying that there's a lot of confusion when it comes to this idea of discipleship. And I know for me. Um, you know, even in our conversations, there's been times where I've I've looked back at my life. And like I said a minute ago, I've had certain men uh, in my life that has have taken seasons to pour into me, like yeah. where we've met regularly, we've confessed things. And um, <clears throat> but I, if I'm honest, like I look back on my life in in high school and 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 in college even, and I didn't have necessarily someone that I was like responsible to like every week that was like, hey, we're gonna read these books together. We're gonna read the scriptures together every week. Yeah. I didn't have that, and so when I, I guess, got a little bit older in my, you know, twenties, um, um, you know, mid to late twenties, I started kind of reevaluating that time and be like, man, have I ever really been discipled? Discipled, yeah. And I think that caused some insecurity in me. Um, not just again, not saying that um, that that is the only, and that's kind of my point, I guess, is what I'm saying is that I was discipled. Yeah, you know, I did have people that showed me how to follow Christ, um, like we've just used, and 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 I think encouraged me to do that as well. Um, and so I, I guess I say all that to say, you know, how can we better shape our understanding on, I guess, the goal of discipleship, yeah. and and how for us, maybe if someone's sitting there listening to this and they're like, you know, have I truly been discipled <laughs> or, or I haven't discipled anyone, yeah. um, you know, in the way that you're talking about, I know that's kind of like a loaded question, but what would you say to that? Well, I want to add one thing to what you said earlier. You, you yeah. went into it like this, um, you talked about how discipleship has become, and I don't want to use the word convoluted. Yeah, <laughs> that's just the word. It, it's this word that just has it has a lot of fogginess to it. Mm-hmm. So I just define yeah con- con- convoluted. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> but um, I I think like what what would it look? How would it look like with what the definition we just threw out? Yeah, like that's it's that's this is discipleship in its most basic form. There are way better. There are far better definitions. Sure, sure. Than this one. But what if churches said, "Come join this group and figure out how to follow Jesus with us." Yeah. 
That's different. Yeah. That's that's clear. Yeah. That's, that's that has clarity. Right. Like come to this group where we're gonna open up scripture and we're gonna figure out how to follow Jesus together in in this in the context of this with these small with a small group of people. Yeah. I think that that would just bring a lot of clarity to churches. Yeah. Because yes. that, that, even that, even you, me and you were just like, man, that just makes so much more sense. It does. It does. <laughs> Help, come learn how to follow Jesus with us. Yeah. So much. It, it, that it, even a non-believer would have some clarity. Oh, right. They wanna they wanna be like, follow Jesus means to be like Jesus. They're yes. gonna go figure out how to be like Jesus together. Right. <laughs> and that's so much clearer than to say. Um, and me and you have done this with people. So, like, we're kind of pointing the finger back at us. And, again, not saying that this is a oh, negative we the church. thing. We, like, we the church, we in this. Like, we I've, this. I've gone to guys and be like, hey, dude, do you want to, like, meet regularly to do some, like, intentional discipleship? Yeah. And that's what I've said to guys. Yeah. Um, and I think, which, and, and if, you're in the, if you're in the culture, right, and we are a culture, the Christian yeah. culture, if you're in that understanding, um, I think that you get with... You kind of get what I'm talking about. Uh, but I think that even that's kind of confusing because what we just said is you being discipled, you being a disciple of Christ is learning how to follow Jesus and helping others to do the same, right? Yeah. And so when you say, hey, come be a part of this, and we're going to learn how to follow Jesus better. We're going to learn how to what his word says about following, what he said, and, and then what his scriptures say. And I think, and when you put it that way, it, it kind of falls, man, discipleship can look, Different, yeah. Way across the board, like there's a lot of avenues to that that uh, end. Yeah, you, there's a lot know. of there's a lot of methods, a lot of ways. But even like even to even make this more clear, you you get like we're using the word following. Yeah, like we're we're following Jesus. That that I mean that's a term. That's just a phrase that most people understand if they think about it. Like we follow a lot of people today. Right. We we follow a lot of people on social media. We follow social media influencers. We follow celebrities. We follow athletes that we really look up to. And and if you get into it, if it's someone like for athlete, I, you know, I'm not the athlete. You're more the athlete than I am. Well, but um, Steven's really good at golfing. Don't. Um, I, I'm a I'm a fan. <laughs> Thanks, but, dude. You're but um, really nice. there's that affirmation. <laughs> I love it. We were talking earlier. I'm a, I'm a words of affirmation guy. So thank affirmation. you for, for following through. I'm trying. It's one of my weaknesses. But um. <laughs> I think like just to, to follow to truly follow someone is you learn everything that you can about them. Like you like if it's an athlete, you're learning all their stats, you're learning all their wins, you're learning their history, you're learning how they're like you 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 do golf, you you learn how they they, they all swing differently. Right. Like how do they develop their swing? How do they develop develop their technique? And then you actually and if you're you follow the sport, you want to do some things like that athlete does mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. they're successful, they're winning, they're right. crushing it. And so when it comes to like helping people learn how to follow Jesus, it's we want to learn everything about him, like everything about him. Mm -hmm. We want to learn what, how he did things. How did he do life? How did he teach people? How did he love people? How did he do all of these things? Yeah. And we want to kind of start aligning our lives with how Jesus did it. Yep. And I think that one, that one of the things that we need to be clear and that we probably need to clarify a little bit more is the things that we just described with our stories. I do think that there's elements of organic discipleship Meaning it just it just naturally happens. Right. Like I, I would say with Chad, with my aunts, with my grandmother, it was very organic. They right. were they were being Jesus. They were exemplifying Jesus. And there were some things that I just caught. Right. There was just it was a very relational component to it. Yes. Um, but when I get when and when I, I even said when I went to global, that, that everything changed there. Mm -hmm. There was still organic discipleship, this relational discipleship. 
but there was an intentional discipleship, meaning they they sat with me. We opened up the word, yeah, and we we're like, okay, how do you do this? How are you going to do this? Right, and, and they began. We began to immerse ourselves in the scriptures. Yes, and I think that's key. I mean, that you just read that they they teach. They were teaching them. Read it again. The teaching part. Yeah, so teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. Teaching, so teaching them to observe all that I commanded you. So who is the you? The you is talking about the apostles. Yep. So teach them, the world, the nations, all that I have commanded you. So how, what, how do we how do we take how do we get what Jesus commanded and taught all the disciples, mm-hmm. all the apostles? It's his word. Right. They wrote letters and they said, "This is what Jesus taught us. This right. is everything we. This is everything that Jesus taught us. Here right. it is." Right. And so we we use the scriptures are key. And I I, I think is it Second Timothy or First Timothy where it says all scripture is inspired by God and is it's profitable for doctrine, for teaching, for rebuke, um, for instruction in righteousness. Yeah. Yeah. But that verse. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I I messed that quote up, but I used to know it. For look, all scripture, let's see, I have it pulled up. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God or woman of God may be mature, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. That's important. Nice. I think that's yes. important. Yeah. For our, because that, that the scriptures are all the things that God has revealed to us through, by his Holy Spirit, through men. Hmm. Um, and so, um, and that, and, Jesus taught them all the things. So I'm, I'm rambling now. But I, I think that's important. I think organic is this very relational aspect of discipleship where you're you're lo- like you're being loved and you're loving people. You're experiencing Christ together. But there's this this we do have to teach, like right. teach them the apostles' teaching. And I think that part is where you need to be more intentional. We need to yes. we need to read the scriptures. It's work. Right. Reading scripture is work, and right. it's hard, and it, it it's um, there's a lot of things that we don't understand. Like even the word we we just talked, we've been talking 25 minutes on the word discipleship. It yeah. meant student. Yeah. <laughs> so we have to uncover it together in the context of spirit filled believers. Yeah, I love that, dude. I love it, and I and and so, um, man, we are um, going to have a, a part two to this where we get into more of the practical. Maybe more maybe into, a part. Three, maybe maybe, maybe three, a part four. Five. We might, this might be just our podcast from now on. Just talking discipleship, mere mere discipleship, mere discipleship. <laughs> so yeah, I think in that light, we want to maybe in another part of this podcast talk about more of the practical, yeah. more of the the how does this flesh itself out? But I think we have to get a general understanding. Um, one to relieve some pressure on some of you yeah. that are like, I'm not. You know, I am not meeting with someone three times a week, or no one's meeting with me currently. Does that mean I'm not being discipled or making disciples? And and I would I would say that no, that doesn't mean you're not doing it. Because um, really, what we've described is following or discipleship is learning how to follow Jesus and helping others do the same. So if if that's tied with Jesus's words and the Word of God, and that's a part of how you're learning how to follow Christ, and you're helping others to see how to follow him through his word, then yeah. yes, you are doing that. But, and again, we'll get into this in, in part two, there are 
and there is a value in, in intentional discipleship, uh, both for yourself and allowing people to speak into your life because we're, we're meant to be in community and finding others to, to walk alongside. Yeah. And so I think that's, that's part of this, and Jesus exemplified that. And so I think that's such a big deal. But I think just to kind of clear things up, man, there is such a value on this term discipleship and being a student of Christ being a student of our Lord. And so yeah. that's as, as man, if you've come to know Jesus, you are called to be a disciple. It's not a one and done thing. You yeah. are called to be a follower now of Christ, that, that those things aren't mutually exclusive. Yeah. You being saved, if you are truly walking with the Lord, then you will follow him mm-hmm. and you will love him. You will be shaped by his Holy Spirit in you, mm-hmm. um, which again, I think is a whole nother topic, but that... Um, Man, our our you know our our discipleship starts with being renewed and and being shaped by Christ yeah. Himself, His work in us by His Holy Spirit. Um, and uh, again, we can get in the weeds with that, but I, I do think, just practically speaking, and we'll get more into this um, in part two, but that we follow Christ because we have been. Um, saved by him, hmm. and 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 that is out of our love and affection for what he's done in us, and we want to know more about him. We desire, yeah. just like you said a second ago, you know, um, and I may be reiterating it, but you know, following people, following celebrities, athletes, we we man, we eat that stuff up. The yeah. stuff that they say when they're on the talk show, yeah. when they're on the YouTube, watching the video, when they're on a TV show that we like, we eat that stuff up, and that's what it's meant to be like. Even more so. How much more <laughs> should yeah. that be with Christ? That we just look and long for His Word, um, for for just to just to know more about Him, how He thought, how He lived, and 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 what He has for us. Yeah. Um, that He has saved us so that we might know Him, mm-hmm. um, and that and that He would know us. Yeah. And so uh, again, I think I think hopefully this this kind of clears up some of those. Those thoughts on those on this big term of discipleship that we have somewhat maybe added some things that aren't as helpful. Yeah, I think it's important. So to to restate our definition, it's learning how to follow Christ and helping others to do the same. Here's here's the thing. Stephen brought up. He I don't even know if he realized he brought this up, but he did. He one of the things is we need to take a little bit of pressure off ourselves. It is the church's responsibility in community. Yes. But I think we have to remember, Paul said in Philippians, for I'm confident of this very thing, that he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion on the day of Christ Jesus. Yes. So it's the Lord who is holding our hand and discipling us. He is the discipler. He is the main... He's the teacher. Exactly. He's the rabbi. Exactly. I, I think we have this issue in the West, and I think it comes from uh, this high church view, which is not wrong, um, I don't think high church is wrong, but I think what's happened is we've had these um, key figures throughout church history, the popes, the the priests, the bishops, the pastors, uh, the leaders, the elders, and we, we transfix our eyes and our hearts on these individuals. Right. And we think that we're following them, mm. and we think that we have to be like them, and they are the discipler and we are the disciplee. Right. The thing that you need to correct in your theology, and I, I think this is scriptural, mm-hmm. that's why I'm saying it very sternly, yeah. is they are not your discipler. Right. Jesus Christ is your discipler. That's so good, man. And you are his disciple. Right. And so what I, one of my favorite illustrations is 
Um, I, we, in, we, I, I live over here um, in Mandarin of Jacksonville, mm-hmm. and um, there's a lot of geese, and there's a lot of ducks right now, and I hate them. <laughs> they leave certain things behind, too, that aren't helpful. Yeah, but one of the things I'm always reminded by, the, the ducklings and the goslings, that's, that's what you call them, if you didn't know. Goslings. Goslings. They're not... Nice, yeah. man. If you haven't heard anything today. For, for, the goslings. goslings. But one of the things that's interesting about them is you have you usually have the mama duck or the mama goose. Mm-hmm. And what's following behind them is 10, 15 goslings or ducklings. And you see them waddling. And, and what's funny is they're lined up, and the, the one little duck or duckling is following the duckling that's ahead of it. That's right. Until it gets to the duckling that's following the mama duck. Yep. In this illustration, you have to remember the mama duck it's Jesus. Mm-hmm. That He is the main one we are following. And any time a duck in front of us stops following the main duck, you stop following it and you go towards the, the, the mama duck. Yeah. So I, I know that sounds childish. That may so sound good though, little, but it, I think we have this idea that we have to find this discipler, which it's true. P, the body of Christ helps us in our relationship with... Um, Following Jesus, Paul says, "Follow me as I follow Christ." Right. Um, so if there's an individual, like y'all, all these, all you are upset about all these pastors failing, and your your relationship with the Lord is just ruined. No, they stop following Christ. Therefore, you continue to follow Christ. Yes. So that's the, that's the issue. They stopped following Jesus, and that's why they they had a failure. They 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 took their eyes off the prize uh, and the goal of their salvation. Mm-hmm. So that's that's on the, like that's what happened with them. Hopefully, they start following again. But we fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith, and we run towards him. And if there's people a little ahead of us, we can we can look up to them, we can learn from them, we can grow with them, we can take things from them that look like Jesus, but we are going towards him, following him, learning to be like him, and yes. learning to live our lives in obedience and faithfulness like him. Yes. Not Cam Booth, not Stephen, not Pastor Mark, not Pastor Joby, not Pastor H.B. Charles, not those pastors in Jacksonville who I admire and I love, but not, none of them. It's right. it's Jesus. So right. I wanted to make that clarification. That's we, really good, man. We are disciples of Christ. Yes. And um, even though I have, there's three dudes I particularly have discipled, and you'll hear stories about them, and there's been a few others. They they they'll say we they'll they'll make a joke that we're disciples of Cam and I always remind them you know that's not true yeah um and, and I tell them anytime I take my eyes off Jesus y'all keep running towards him yeah um, and don't don't copy those things yeah whatever in my life looks like Jesus by God's grace right copy those things but right. anything else flee for the hills yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> I love so, it dude that's so um, good man and I I think that's so so helpful in understanding um the the all of this is is we are disciples of Christ and we are following Christ and just like Paul said follow me as I follow the Lord you know you being discipled or asking others uh, man if you if you can help them them their walk yeah. you're asking them to follow you as you follow Christ or you're following someone as they follow the Lord and if that person is removed or or not in your life anymore or you move across the world Jesus is yeah. still the one that you're following. And and so anyway, we're going to have part two to this, and we're going to get into more of the, the nitty-gritty. How do you, um, man, how do you be discipled? Like how, how what does that look like on a practical level? Um, and then how to how do you disciple someone yeah. or people? Um, what does that look like? And, and, and Cam, you have some great 
um, thoughts on all of that. So I'm looking forward to one that. Or two. So one or two, just two thoughts. I've, I've, the Lord has helped me yeah. a lot. I felt a lot. So yeah. that's why I, I, I'll, I'll tell you more of what not to do. And yes, maybe that'll that's right. learn, learn from my pain and failure. A little, little teaser though. So make yeah. sure you listen for part two. Um, and, uh, yeah, it'll be coming, coming at you soon. Yeah. So go, go get discipled. Follow that mama duck. Come on. <laughs> follow the mama duck. Love you. Peace. Peace.